Welcome to the Reckoning Podcast, where we stoke a campfire, gather around, and have real-life conversations with old friends, new friends, professionals, and just shoot the shit. Reckoning all things from hunting, outdoors, beauty, entrepreneurship, relationships, life, and more. It's all just a reckoning. It's starting to warm up here in Utah and the snow is melting off. The shed hunt just opened not that long ago. And that means our favorite camp spot we can actually now get to. So we're going to be camping a lot more on the weekends. And then also, if you're sick of hearing about it yet, too bad. My bear hunt is coming up and we're going to be gone for a long stretch of time for that. And so I'm planning a big meal list and I'm prepping what our meal plan would be like. And I figured what better place to share some of these ideas than here with you. About a year ago on the podcast, I shared five camping meal ideas for hunting that were specifically healthy. And I know you guys really enjoyed this. I would probably say those five meals that I mentioned are probably like our top five recipes that we love as a family in general. I'm not going to include them in today's episode, but I will link them in the show notes below so that you can refer back to that. These ones that I'm sharing today, these recipes, I specifically was thinking about feeding a crowd and that kids love because I know so many of you are also getting ready with summer to get out and camp with your friends, your families, your kids. And I wanted to give you a few more ideas when it comes to meals for camping because not only could you use recipes like any day of the week, but specifically when you're camping, sometimes you can just like come up feeling a little short. I would say one of my tips, and I've mentioned this before, is I like to keep a note section in my phone that says camping mills. And it's just a running list of our favorite camping mills. Or if I see somebody that makes something and I'm like, that's a good idea. That looks good. I'll plop it in there. So then in the future we can either make it and give it a go at home, or I might feel inspired to do that again. Um, when we're camping like, Oh, all right, let's give that a shot. I was pulling from my little database to share these with you today. I have a breakfast recipe, I think four dinners slash lunches, depending on what you want to do. And then also a dessert recipe that I think would be fantastic for most of these would be great for camping with a trailer or in a tent as far as like backpacking. That would be another episode, (laughs) but regardless, these are some of our tried and true favorite recipes and things that are making it on my meal plan when it comes to our camping trips. Let's start with breakfast because I feel like Obviously, you start your day with breakfast. These are called Dutch babies or German pancakes, or I just Googled it too to make sure that I was, that they were in fact called Dutch babies, Hootenannies, which I'm jealous. I've gone all my life without calling these Hootenannies. These basically, like it says, German pancakes. So it's basically pancakes made in a cake pan. I always say my favorite way when if we're going to be camping for a long period of time or I'm worried about like water and dishes I just like using the aluminum foil pans that way I can throw it out when we're done and not have to worry about one more thing and just enjoy everything that's going on Um, so that's what I would use for this or you could make these in your Dutch oven as well how you make these are super simple so all you need are 
I mean, all you need six eggs, <laughs> but you're going to have eggs anyways. Like obviously six eggs, a cup of milk, and a cup of all-purpose flour, a dash of salt, a teaspoon of vanilla extract, and then five tablespoons of butter. I think in the past I've done, is that a half of a, a half of a stick of butter? Okay. Regardless, you can do a half a stick of butter. I think that's the way my mom told me to do it. But then you, how you'll actually make those, those are your ingredients. You're going to preheat your oven to 425 or you can get your coals hot. And then as your oven preheats or your oven or your coals are getting hot or you have coals going from the campfire, if that's what you're doing, you can then place the butter. You'll place the butter inside of your baking dish. So your nine by 13 baking dish, you'll put that in the oven so that the butter will melt. Then as that is preheating and the butter is melting in the oven, you will mix together your eggs, your milk, your flour, your salt, and your vanilla, and you will combine those until it's smooth. It's going to be a runny batter and it's supposed to be like really fluffy from all the eggs, obviously. Then you will, once it's all preheated and you're ready to go, you feel like it's warm enough in your Dutch oven, you will just pour your batter into the baking dish over the melted butter. You're not like having to worry about, you know, like pamming the sides and everything. Then you will bake for, I would say 20 to 30 minutes, depending on where you're at. And you'll know that it's done when the edges are golden brown and it like puffs up out of the pan and over the edges. This is me thinking for audio. It comes up and like outside of the pan and puffs up and grows and kind of like looks like a wave and the edges will be golden brown. And then the center of it will look a little um, more golden versus like a darkish brown, like more yellow. And because there are so much, because there's so much eggs in this recipe, it's like a very um, squishy, soft, pancake. And the way to serve this is you just cut it up out of your pan or your baking dish, your Dutch oven, and then you will sprinkle it with powdered sugar is a popular way to serve it. Or obviously like your syrup, you could add berries, whatever your heart's desire. I love this recipe because it's super easy. It's kind of, I mean, what, two pan, two dishes really recipe. And it's ready in about 30 minutes. Plus it's a great way to serve a crowd and it's something fun and different. It would clearly be delicious with like sausage on the side because like sausage and syrup, you know? Mm. <coughs> I'm not going to give you full blown recipes for all of these, but here's some more ideas. We really love doing um, like any kind of fajitas or chicken. We really love doing any kind of taco like street taco situation on our griddle we have one of those big long griddles a camp chef griddle and i love it for so many reasons because you can cook multiple things on it at once it makes it super easy when you're doing something like tacos or fajitas so i will take and we will do chicken and we'll just cut up our chicken and then i'll also take like our favorite fajita kind of veggies onions mushrooms uh, red pepper, green pepper, whatever your heart's desire and season that up to however you like it. You could do a taco seasoning, lime, always have lime on the side, always. And we'll start cooking that up over on the side. 
the griddle and then once that starts getting warm then we'll start warming up our tortillas on the other side this is a super fast and easy recipe this is something you could prep ahead of time you could prep all your veggies all your chicken strip it up accordingly and then marinate it overnight in a ziploc baggie or for a couple i mean whatever you know like do you you can marinate it and then dump it out have it ready to go and this cooks super fast when you have everything separated like that marinated um and it's kind of nice to like honestly if you're serving a crowd just leave everything for the most part like here's the fajita mix it's warm it's ready to go dish up on your tortillas how you like kind of have a little taco bar to the side and then from there you have an easy dinner did you decide in 2023 that you are going to take your health and your wellness more seriously? I hope so. <laughs> if you have and you are looking for something to help elevate that experience and honestly make it that much more simple as well, kind of a no-brainer, you need to be checking out Mountain Ops. I know. If you've listened to the podcast that we are long-time lovers of Mountain Ops and there is a reason. Not only do we love their products, but we love the mission behind the company. Not only do they have the best supplements and gear out there that are designed for the athlete and hunter in mind, but every time a purchase is made at mountainops.com, a nutritious meal is prepared for a child in need. That is done with the Operation Conquer Hunger team that works with charity partners to manufacture a nutritious meal. The charity partners work with a validated organization and local governments to transport and distribute, and meals are given to children in need. This is all for mountainops.com. If you weren't already looking for some nutrition and supplements, that mission alone should make you want to go over to mountainops.com and take a look. If you are wanting to know our favorites over at the podcast, you know we love their Ignite, the supercharged energy and focus. This is fantastic to put in your pack, especially as we get going into shed hunting season. You're going to want these. Seriously, it gives you that boost of energy. That is good, clean energy instead of those stupid energy drinks that you have in your pack. And then, of course, you know we love their protein bars. Again, easy to throw in your backpack. They're like a soft, baked, delicious bar that you can always reach for in your backpack. And even my kids love these, which says a lot. And, of course, at night... You know you're trying to cut back on those drinks or just having a hard time going to sleep and you're needing a little bit of that help or some recovery, you have to check out my favorite, the Slumber for a Deep Sleep Recovery that has a special blend of magnesium and melatonin and you wake up rejuvenated. There's none of this grogginess the next day. If you want to support the show and see what Mountain Ops is all about, go to mountainops.com and you can shop all of their nutrition and gear. And don't forget to use the code Brit free ship to get your free shipping and help support the show. Again, that's Brit B R I T T free ship to get your free shipping. The next thing that I think is a classic is hobo dinners or tinfoil dinners, or if you're married to the family that I am, it is aluminum foil, not tinfoil. <laughs> Hobo dinners. There's so many variations of this. Uh, it's basically a foil packet dinner, if you've never heard it called that. Uh, but when I think of hobo dinner specifically, I think of when we would camp Memorial Weekend with my family 
at a lake and we would always prep these hobo dinners and my mom would always take them and she would make basically like a burger patty from ground meat make like a burger patty and then she would cut up potatoes we would do like canned corn sometime and then carrots as well baby carrots and then she would take a cream of chicken soup or a cream of mushroom soup and put in there so these would be single serving packets and we would kind of build them out for each person in our family obviously like dad's was bigger and so and so liked this so and so didn't like this and then we would put them all into our aluminum foil and wrap them up you definitely want to double wrap these if not triple wrap them write your names on the front of them and then you throw these into the coals of your campfire and cook them until your meat is done that is kind of our classic of the hobo dinners there's so many variations you can do this with all kinds of different meat all kinds of different vegetables but that is one that is so delicious and like when i just think of like squirting ketchup onto that mm, i'm telling you Sometimes there's a time and a place for like cream of something soup (laughs) and it goes well there. So hobo dinners. I'm interested to hear like, what's your variation of a hobo dinner? This next meal idea is something that would work for dinner or for lunch. It makes killer leftovers as well. And this is something that my friend Nicole actually sent over to me. And it's kind of a variation from recipes that were from a healthy little peach. This is something that you could kind of make and adapt to whatever you like. These are sliders. I will say if you want to make like a true slider, the best way to do this is to get those Hawaiian roll packages in the pack of, I believe 24 and cut those in half, lay those in your baking dish, And then you'll put on these fixings that I'm talking about. The way that we are going to be making these at camp for us is because we prefer, we want more of like a hearty sandwich and more like of a, I would say like what, like a crusty, like a crunch to the outside sandwich. Um, So we're going to be using hoagies or subs to make ours. You'll pick your bread and you will put your meat fixings on. So you're going to put these onto a pan or in a baking dish. Like I said, works well for the sliders and you will layer pepperonis, salami, ham, and your favorite cheese. We have used provolone, pepper jack, and what other one? Oh, like a classic Colby cheese. And then you're going to either put the rest of the bread on top if you're making the sliders or close your subs at this point. And then you're just going to make like a classic easy garlic butter. So you'll melt um, three tablespoons of butter and you can either mince cloves of garlic together. This is something, I mean, that can be prepped ahead of time and then just warm back up. Or (laughs) if you're like me, you can just use a little garlic salt and sprinkle a little garlic salt in and then you'll also add a half a teaspoon of italian seasoning into that you will then brush that on the top of your bread and you're going to put that into the oven until your tops of your bread if you're using again the hawaiian rolls until they're nice and golden brown or you feel like your cheese and your meat have melted and you're happy with the outcome of your hoagies or your subs. Let me tell you, this is what makes these sandwiches. And this is the recipe I will put below. And it's 
the salad dressing, the salad slash dressing. So her salad, basically it has like, when you think of going to a sandwich shop or a deli, like there's just something about the way they add like the mayo, the lettuce, the vinegar, the oil. She adds pepperoncinis to this and pepperoncini juice and then the Italian seasoning. And it is so good. This salad and dressing recipe that I'll link below is what we put on it. So after you bring your subs out of the oven, again, this is like create it how you want it. Then you bring them out of the oven. You can slice tomatoes, put your tomatoes on there. And then you'll also go through and you'll add this salad dressing. And then from here, you can cut them up and serve it as is, or you can have people individually make it. I highly suggest looking at these sliders. Like I said, we make ours into more of a sub situation and then we use the salad dressing ahead of time. I made this salad dressing and it kept for about two days. So again, this is something you can prep at home, which we love. And then easy to throw bread, meat together, throw it in the oven to to toast it up and get it all crispy and the cheese melted and then top it with this bomb ass salad dressing or salad, shut it and eat it it is so good if you are like if you're a sandwich lover highly recommend i put mine on gluten-free english muffins because you know <laughs> but it was still amazing and again that um salad slash dressing recipe is from a healthy little peach the last recipe that i'm going to give is sloppy joe's this is a classic recipe. I love doing this recipe because I can actually make this recipe at home. A lot of times when I'm doing this, I will make a big batch and we'll eat it. Um, I'll double it so we can eat it at home. And then I will take the rest of it and I will freeze it. So I'll either put it in the block baggie or I'll use our Weston vacuum sealer and vacuum seal it. And then I can put this in the freezer and know that it is good to go. Then I'll also be able to put it in the cooler or the freezer in the trailer and pull it out the night before and let it start to thaw out for the next day for dinner. And that is, did I already say this? Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> you cannot be a sloppy Joe. There's just something so comforting and fun and something that just says like summer and nostalgia when you think of a sloppy Joe. I need to make put our sloppy joe recipe on the website, but basically quick and easy way to do this is to ground your meat, put in your chicken gumbo soup, add in ketchup, mustard, and obviously chili powder, garlic, salt, and pepper, and that's it. Easy. I need exacts, but that's the best way to do it. Then you serve it up, obviously, on a hamburger bun. And you, oh, you had dashes of Cholula too, just a little, like not too much. You can add more later. But the kids are eating this and the kids love this. And then you serve it, of course. You have to have your wavy chips, like your ruffles or what's the other one? I don't know. I know what it looks like. You got to serve it with chips and then a salad. Easy enough. You already prepped it. It's one of my favorite things to be able to pull a dinner out of the freezer and know like, okay, if we're going to be gone hunting for a long time or like I just, it's hot. I don't want to be making something. Know that I can get that out, let it thaw out, heat it back up in a pan and it's good to go. And everybody's happy with that. It also makes bomb ass like a chip dip. Who even needs a bun when you can just dip your chips inside of there? And to seal it all off is our recipe. This is a recipe that is super, speaking of nostalgic, 
for like this one, just this recipe makes me think specifically of when my dad had a limited entry deer tag. And I just remember like the crisp fall leaves and smelling this out of our camp trailer when I was little. And this is a dump cake. I remember it being a cherry dump cake. And I like this recipe because these are things you can keep in your trailer's pantry and kind of just keep restocking. And everybody loves this. And it, like I said, it smells so good. You can make this again in one of those aluminum pans. If you don't want to do dishes, just your regular pan that you have in your camp trailer. If you've got that, I always have, you've always got to have one in case you're on aluminum pans. And then also you can make this in the Dutch oven. A dump cake recipe could not be any more simple. And I'm going to give you the full recipe. What you're going to do is you're going to preheat your oven to 350 or again, get your coals nice and hot. And what you're going to need for this is one can of cherry pie filling or a large can of peach. You can also do pineapple. If you do the peaches, you want the syrup in it like you want. You don't want water. Okay. So a can of cherry pie filling. Oh my gosh, I can smell it already. Or peaches and syrup. This will be a 21 ounce can of cherry filling, I believe, or just like the large can of peaches. Okay. And then a one box of cake mix. And then you will need one and a half sticks of butter. Another thing that you can do with this, if you do not have butter, for some reason you've ran out of butter from cooking, is we took a can of condensed milk. And that way, for some reason, you can omit the half a stick of butter and use the condensed milk. And it works fantastic. But you would just mix that you would just drizzle that over the top. But I'm going to tell you how to make it. Your oven is preheating or your coals and you're going to, this is how easy it is. Are you ready? You're going to dump your fruit. So your cherry pie filling, your peaches, your pineapple into the cake pan. You want to use a nine by 13 cake pan if possible. Baking dish, whatever you want to call it. Then you will take your cake mix and you will sprinkle it on top to evenly distribute over the fruit. Then you will, you'll just want to slice your butter into tablespoon slices, and then you will take the pads of butter and evenly distribute it over the top of the cake mix. Again, if you do not have the butter and you happen to have the can of condensed milk, then you'll just drizzle that over the top. From here, you will bake it until the top is golden brown and bubbly. And I tell you, like if I could bottle up this smell and send to you, I would. It does take probably about 45 minutes to an hour for this to bake. And then you, from here, you can serve it with whipped cream or ice cream or by itself. And this is delicious. If you make this recipe, I would love for you to tag me in it and share it. Tell me what fruit you ended up adding into it. And did you use butter or condensed milk? If you make any of these recipes or a rendition of it, please be sure to tag me at Brittany.long or at the Reckoning Podcast. Again, if you want an outline of these recipes, I will have it linked in the description below. You can find the button that says click here and it'll take you there so that you can see an outline of these because I know sometimes when you're hearing them, you're like, oh, that sounds really good. And then you forget or you don't know how to make it or the outline. And I'll also link to specific recipes that may help you if you do not have a recipe yourself for that. 
If you have any suggestions on what you would like to hear as far as recipes or camping content, please let me know. I plan to be sharing a lot more of our RV tent backpacking favorites and tips that may help you along the way this summer. Please don't forget to subscribe. If you're listening to us on Apple podcasts, leave a five-star rating interview. It seriously helps more than, you know, if you took something away from this podcast or you enjoyed it, please take a screenshot of you listening to it or a selfie and tag us on Instagram at the reckoning podcast or me at Brittany.long. We're excited to chat with you next week. <laughs>